know, the, the governance side of things is more about safety standards so that people can see that we're being safe and insurance unfortunately is like one of those necessary evils in the states i've learned way more about insurance than i ever hoped to in this job it's not my favorite part of it but it's very necessary because all the gyms want the cheapest insurance and so we're looking at ways that we can kind of create more of a risk protection group that people fall under so that it changes the industry's perspective because right now i can guarantee you that most insurance companies it's some middle-aged white guy <laughs> sitting at a desk that's an underwriter that is looking at risk analysis and he's running the formula just going like oh my god I, you know has no idea what the uh you know maybe what parkour is googles it and just sees you know, <laughs> one of those people are awesome videos and it's just people all doing roof gaps and just the craziest highest level parkour stuff that you can think of mm-hmm. and then just goes nope you know they like tick a box and just say like that's the most dangerous shit i've ever seen <laughs> and they give us the highest premiums oh my god um, and that's that's, that's understandable but yeah yeah i love how but, that's how like it looks i mean obviously it works against us in many ways, but also I think it's hilarious that, that at face value, it is one of the most insane things you'd ever want to see. You'd ever see a human being do, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's also a big thing. You know, you're talking about kind of contentious. It's like, we, we also have to take a step back with USDK and say like, we want to serve the existing community as best as we possibly can and take feedback from everyone, create competitions that, that people enjoy, allow for that maximum creativity but we also have to take a step back and project what parkour is to the outer world, because I think we can get very community centric and, and kind of stay in our own little bubble. And we also need to be that first kind of introduction for a lot of people that are interested in parkour. And for the new generation, that's kids are interested because they see it on YouTube and they see the crazy shit and go like, yes, I want to do that. That looks awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, but from a parent's perspective, they're looking at it going like, okay, where can I safely teach my kid this? And so they want to know, you know, and that, that's what we want to start reflecting on our website a bit more as we kind of update it is that yeah, like parkour is actually super safe. We want to prove to insurance companies that the injury rates are actually consistently much lower than soccer or football. Um, you know, it's a non-contact sport. We teach from pretty much day one you know, responsibility, individualistic responsibility. Nobody's going to make you do that jump, right? Mm. Um, you decide at the end of the day. And so you have to know your capabilities to get to that point. Yeah. That is why it's so funny because so, obviously it looks like it's probably the most dangerous thing, but it's because it's one of the safest things that you can get it to look so dangerous. Because if it yeah. wasn't so yeah. within your control, you wouldn't be able to take risks like that without being completely insane and there's just not that many insane people in the world for exactly i think think that's maybe we need to do more spotlights of like everyday parkour people for the rest of the world just like (laughs) how how, these people are very normal they're not like they're not like at work just like flipping tables and stuff like that like they're they're very like (laughs) mild-mannered in in their day activities but then they can go and do these things because they've drilled that they've practiced that mental mindset they practice the physical skills Mm. um but to show that that's why i think those breakdowns are really important and i still think it's important to you know jimmy the giant talking about save your clips and showing your progression videos i i do i think all of those are super important show the next generation who's coming up uh how to how they can get into this and how they can get to that level 
that there is kind of that pathway, not, not in the gymnastic sense of like, we're going to drill this into you and you're going to do this from free and go to the Olympics, but more of a, like, here's how you can start to control your body and start to level those things up. And it is in a very safe way. And parents feel good about like getting their kids into that. And I, I think the other really unique thing about parkour that we need to leverage, especially within the sporting world, is the fact that we're the most accessible sport on the planet. And it was actually the head of USA skateboarding that said that to me. That's, mm. you know, I joked about there not being enough money in parkour and how skateboarding has all this merchandising and all of that stuff. And, you know, whether we call it parkour, you know, as, <laughs> as a joke. And he, he was just like, yeah, man, I totally get that. But at the same time, you guys have the most accessible sport in the world. Like you don't need a board. You, you barely even need shoes. You, you yeah. can train barefoot if you want. He's like, that is powerful. And the other thing is that you can transition that to other sports. And so Absolutely. I've, I've had folks from USA youth soccer come up and talk about like, yeah, like we should do a crossover at some point where we uh, train the kids how to fall because that happens all the time in soccer and kids, you know, when you're playing soccer, you don't really learn how to fall correctly. You just like go after the ball, you know, dribble, shoot, um, touch drills, all of those different types of things. But very rarely are they learning how to fall, disperse that momentum and get back up and run. So mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, that's, you know, that's where we want to be is, is kind of the hybrid that, that could lead into other sports so that, yeah, if, you're, if your kid is in parkour and you still go and do soccer season after kind of the competition for parkour season is over, you're taking those skills with you and you're going to keep coming back to parkour because it's what you love. So, Yeah, it is. I, I've always thought of it as like it's a very fundamental. I think of it, oh, I, my head always goes to the matrix yes <laughs> and like, where he's like downloading all the files and it's like oh he's learning jujitsu and he's learning whatever and i'm like parkour should be like right up there at the top of the list of programs it be. because it does have the most broad reaching um applications you know other than 100 so I, I've, I've always thought that yeah it's definitely one of the most yeah accessible and crossover um rich things to train in yeah um I, th I think that's some of the future too. Some of the some of the folks you know that are that are part of USPK, um, uh, you know, have really looked at getting into schools, and I think that like APK is doing a super good job of that. They've put um, you know twenty thousand kids, I think, at this point through mm -hmm. a public school parkour program, and that's taught in middle school. So instead of doing dodgeball, they're doing parkour. They have some basic precision and ball box setups, and it's like, yeah, that's that's the future parkour could absolutely be in schools. And I think that like, it's, you know, we could be a, a generation or two out from like everyone having at least some basic parkour skills. Mm. And that's pretty radical to like, think about if you, if you think about like what everyone's just in control of their body a little bit more mm -hmm. and your vision changes, you know, that's one of the cool things about parkour is you start looking at walls differently. You look at, you know, your surroundings. And for me, it was like me and my suit, going to the, the FBI headquarters in downtown DC, you know, being completely normal on the Metro, but like looking and just being like, I could do that and then <laughs> tack off of that and then do that. You know, I'm like tracing my route. How would I get to work the most efficiently if I actually had to just run it? And, uh, you know, I think that's like having an entire generation of that would just be like ridiculous. Like <laughs> that would be so cool to see someday. Yeah. They'd have to remake a bunch of prisons and, uh, 
whatever else i don't know i'm just trying to think wasn't of... that a thing for a bit wasn't there a group in seattle that was like doing like a penetration testing for for prisons i hope so i've always wanted to do that that's a dream i think the store um guys just announced that they had somebody that was going to hook him up to do something like that as well and yeah that is just like a dream come true there was that's like epic. an old tv show that was like there was two dudes that they didn't know parkour, but they would practice breaking into places, but it takes a lot more skills than just jumping. Jumping yeah. can get you into a lot of really interesting places. And though, if you don't know how to pick a lock or do some, probably some stuff that you have known to do. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's my crossover yeah, calling yeah. at some point you when, got, I, see, when you, I retire from USDK. You got actually a, maybe a bigger map of like, okay, these are like the Batman skills you might say. <laughs> You know, these are yeah, like everything yeah. that Bruce Wayne had to learn. He had to learn some combat. He had to learn how to fly around and jump through things. And he also, you know, from what I understand, I'm not actually the biggest nerd. I sound like it. So I'm drawing all these um, <laughs> comic I'm, I'm a huge nerd. I'll, well, I'll, I am a nerd, but it, I'm yeah. mostly a nerd about parkour. I'm not really, I actually, I really, I might be more of a nerd than I even know about Batman. But, yeah. you know, he's apparently a really good hacker. Um, from yeah. what I understand yeah. through the through the novels and through the movies and uh, graphic novels, so you yeah. got you got a pretty good Bruce Wayne set going for yourself. It sounds like um, I might have to get <laughs> honestly, more skills on the computer. What? <laughs> that's honestly that's where I like got into it. You know, I think that's I think that's a lot of folks' reasons for getting into parkour is like mm -hmm. a lot of us grew up on comics and superheroes and stuff like that and like when people are like yeah why would you why would you want to join the fbi there's so many rules and you have to keep squeaking mm -hmm. clean and i was like yeah like, i always had this weird delusion that i could like <laughs> save the the world you know so i was like that's how you can learn some of those skills to do those sorts of things and so mm -hmm. it's just been uh, kind of trying to consistently find those things and, and level up where where possible and now it is kind of interesting because it's you know you yeah your your version of that changes as you as you mature as an adult yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and you're, you're like okay i'm not gonna do it as batman probably <laughs> but if i could change the world by getting every single kid to have basic parkour skills and and teach some of this other stuff and mm. you know hopefully prevent cyber war from from breaking out all across the world then like great like that's mm. that that's as close to batman as you can probably get in real life so